everybody. Welcome to episode 25 of Table Talks, our series um, of sharing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I started again. Nice. Start again. <laughs> Two. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Table Talks, our virtual cafe series where we share stories of overcoming hardships. Today, we have a second part of our relationship series. So we've got Drew and Miga here with us at the cafe. Hello. 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 Are you guys drinking anything? Yeah. Got some mimosas for the evening. Woo I also have a drink. It's a sorrel drink where I've added a bit of um, rum. Nice. Wow. Well, cheers. Little... Cheers. cheers. Wednesday night. Oh, today's Tuesday. <laughs> cheers. Mm. Have you guys ever had sorrel? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> oh, it's we're like... the fancy drinks. <laughs> we're plain folk. Yeah, we're basic like mimosas, you know. <laughs> wow, so basic. <laughs> no, it's a it's it's a Caribbean drink, and it's made from the hibiscus plant. Where they take wow. yeah, they basically mull it with spices, so it's sort of like a Christmas lemonade. Ooh. So. Mm -hmm. So Kevin from the last table made it, and then I wow, liked it. it. Yeah, he nice. made it at home. Wow, nice, mm. nice, nice. And then try it one day. One day. One day, we hope. Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about who you guys are? <laughs> I I can start. Uh, I'm Andrew, and I. I work at a hospital. I know Rochelle because we went to university together. Uh, in our last year, we lived together with a bunch of other roommates, and it's um, it was a fun time. And um, anything else? Anything else about me? I think that's it. Nothing else. Amiga, Andrew's partner. <laughs> Um, that's actually not the first thing I would usually describe myself to be first, but, uh, yeah, I'm a teacher. I've been, I teach grade eight right now in person. So it's been quite an adventure these past few months. Uh, we just started going back last week and the kids are still adjusting, which is why I catch them falling asleep quite a few times in class. Oh no. <laughs> But we're learning. We're all we're all getting used to being back in person. Yeah. Wow. I feel like we could do an episode on that. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Lots of story. Wow. But today we'll we'll be talking about your relationship. So, can you tell us how long you guys have been together? <laughs> Quite a while. Um... Yeah, we've been together <laughs> for ten years. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, yeah, we started dating in grade 12. We, in high school. Yeah, 10 years. Wow. Year. We did long distance for five and a half. Yeah. Six? Like medium distance. Medium distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call like, it like that long. but Because I was in Waterloo and she was in Toronto. And so most of the time we weren't in the same city. Mm -hmm. We'd only be on, only on the weekends really when I do come back so yeah wow okay so half of your relationship was long distance <laughs> yeah wow so what's it like now that you guys are 
no longer long distance. Is it weird? <laughs> in the beginning. It was. It was in the beginning. Yeah. When he came back. When I graduated and I came back to Toronto, I think we had a t- period of transition to figure out, you know, what what is it like to date someone who is in the same city as you? Because <laughs> it's, it's very different. Like the, the expectation for time, you know, how, how to spend time together is very different when you're in the same city. And so we definitely had to learn and adjust. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been, I guess it's been five years. So it's more than five, five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been five years. So we're, I think we got used to it, but yeah. Yeah, I think we've we've adjusted we've adjusted now. <laughs> yeah. But it was really strange. I think um Andrew was saying feels like we're dating again yeah. when he came back because not that we didn't know each other, but the relationship changed. Mm. We saw parts of each other that we didn't see as much mm. when we were together. Yeah. Long distance, long distant, long further apart. <laughs> Just because every time Andrew came back to town, we were just so excited to be together. And it didn't really feel like an accurate relationship where you see the everyday routine, the mundane. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, it was it was a lot more work once we got back together, like in the same city. There's a lot of more effort than he has put in to maintain it. Um, so it was a learning experience for sure. How would you describe your relationship? Like, I guess when it was then and now, are you, do you feel, like, I don't want to ask that. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I, was like, do you, I don't know. I was just going to be like, are you bored? Are you more bored now than before? No. I don't think different challenges. Yeah, different challenges. Yeah, different challenges. We've seen each other grow in every season of our lives. Yeah. I feel like when we were in high school, we were very, I don't know. I don't know what word I'd use to describe us in high school. Immature or probably naive, I guess. Um, not that we're any better now, really. I think we're just better at pretending, but. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not bored. I think I like seeing Andrew. He's my, he's my best friend. Aww. And I think important to us yeah she's my best friend too yeah just having that friendship yeah it's important Mm. so is that how you would describe your relationship as best friends yeah I think that's one of the main ways I would describe it um that our relationship operates on the basis of our friendship for sure um we're definitely not like similar in terms of our personality, our interests, um, we're very different people. Um, so, you know, it's not like we can be like, oh, we both like to do something together. And that's like a defining part of our relationship. Um, but yeah, it, it's, you know, over the last 10 years, we've been able to get to know different aspects of each other. And then through that, we, you know, we built a friendship around that. And that's why we stuck together, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with him. I think um, we've been, we were friends first before we started dating. Mm-hmm. I think because we had that trust and I viewed Andrew as a friend first that 
pave the rest of our relationship, like the rhythm of who we are, what matters to us. Um, we can share everything together. I think that's something I really value, especially, you know, someone that I've been with for such a long time. <laughs> so yeah, it's been, that's, I think that's the defining feature of our relationship. And with that, like, we're so comfortable with one another. We compliment each other a lot because we're, we're very different people. Um, it's true. Yeah, we're very, we're very different. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you probably had a lot of struggles over like the past 10 years, like along with your differences too. Um, can you share a story of a hardship you guys went through as a couple? Um, and like, how did you overcome that to get to 10 years? Hardship. Good question. Okay. Should we share personal hardships or something that- Like relational hardships? Yeah, like between, I guess like, if you weren't in a relationship, it wouldn't have been a hardship kind of thing. Okay. Hmm. Well, I can speak for myself, but I can't speak for him. I think because we started dating when we were so young, um, I've never had a serious boyfriend other than Andrew. Because, yeah, we, I didn't. And so I think in a lot of my, our relationship, I wondered, mm. like, what else is out there? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, it, I think Andrew and I are Sometimes I questioned our compatibility because our differences were so like apparent. So, so apparent and it was just and so you know we'd have arguments. I know this is really silly, but this one time I think we almost broke up because we had this, you know, um ongoing debate about having a cat or a dog if we were to continue. And I'm a dog person and Andrew's a cat person. Ew. Oh, right? No, it's true. So I just, I was wondering if we'd be able to live together in the future. If I love dogs, he loves cats. And so I just, I, I took it more. I took it deeper and then we just continued this discussion. And, and I think, um, yeah, those are the things that I struggled with. I wondered, am I supposed to be with a kindred spirit mm. or am I supposed to be with someone that compliments me and you know I think Andrew has taught me so many things in our relationship and that's something that helped me see because you know Andrew and I are both Christian and that is something more even more so than our friendship um that that really grounds us yeah yeah I think without faith and without sharing that vision in life we wouldn't have been able to be where we're at right now. Yeah, years, yeah. I think. The, uh, the faith part, I think, is a big one. Like Vigo's saying, um, like beyond our differences, like cats or dogs, you know, white or black colors, whatever choices we're making. Um, I think we know for certain that there's one thing that we'll choose together and, you know, that's our faith, you know, and we can always go back to that and, find reconciliation in that, in our differences, I think. And that helps us a lot. Um, I guess for me, the struggle is less so that I was 
like unsure whether I should be with a kindred spirit or not because I don't think that ever really crossed my mind. <laughs> um, again, that, that, that speaks our differences. Um, but I think for me, you know, waiting, part of me felt like is waiting 10 years and that's the real reality, right? Um, but it's like learning that it's not just about me, right? This relationship is the two of us. And then it's not just me waiting, right? Like, yes, from my perspective, because I think I'm ready and she's still asking questions. I'm like, I'm waiting, but re realistically it's not because like, you know, this is us doing it together. And so, you know, she's also waiting on something um, and yeah, learning, learning what it means to wait and wait together and be patient, I think has been something that's a lesson for me in this relationship. I've tested his patience a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So Andrew, were you ever like, um, did you, did you ever know that she took that debate seriously about the dogs and cats? Yeah, I think she's told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I, I don't know if we can be together. In my mind, I was just like, how is it possible that this hypothetical situation can like cause so much damage? Right? Like, there's like so much. I don't know what the word is, but like it's just causing so many so many issues between us when we don't even have like I have a cat at home you know yeah he doesn't even have a pet he doesn't even have a dog it's not I'm not even saying I don't like your dog I'm just saying I like cats better than dogs <laughs> like that statement itself just like cause a lot of rift between us <laughs> I have a lot of dreams and having a dog has always been a dream of mine and so I felt like Andrew was crushing my dreams. And so I took it, I take things very personally and I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more emotional than he is. And so that's also something that has gotten to us. He levels, I think we really balance each other out because, you know, I'm very emotional and Andrew's very rational. And so we kind of bring it together and see both sides. But sometimes when I'm emotional, I don't want to see the rational side of things. I just want him to say, Mika, let's get a dog. It's going to be wonderful. But he's more realistic. He's like, do you know what the responsibilities of a dog? I'm like, why are we talking about responsibilities? Let's just talk about how, you know, wonderful and loyal they are. <laughs> so yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. Wow. You also mentioned like... Um, I guess having the same faith was a key factor in like something you could fall back to if you had any, I guess, like worries or anxieties um, about your differences. But do you think like, let's say when you first started dating in high school, <laughs> I mean, personally for me, like I can't really say that I was like all that understanding of Christianity mm -hmm. and what that entailed. So like, how did that journey with your faith and your relationship like converge? That's a question. Mm. I think, so if I think for us, when we started dating, it definitely wasn't grounded on faith. You know, we, we both went to church, you know, we, in our school, went to fellowship. We knew we were Christian. Um, and I think it wasn't like we were questioning our, our identity as Christians at that point. Like we're both pretty um 
confident that like we were Christian. It's just in our relationship, it wasn't really like a top priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is where our medium long distance time really helped us. Um, yeah, we're, because we were apart, we had to, we got an opportunity to explore that part of, of our life independently. Yeah. Um, in our own in our faith and I think you know when I was in Waterloo I was able to um, you know go to different fellowships and you know go to different conferences and have different small groups and uh, really question and work out my own faith um, and having those four or five years where I was able to do that and and experience God in a way um, that was real to me helped me understand that like putting faith as a priority is important in all aspects of my life, I think. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we're, we're both grateful for those five years. Cause I think, um, you know, one of the things that, one of the programs that we got into was Laurier music. I didn't get into Laurier music. You didn't? No. Did you apply? I did. No, I didn't. You did? No, I didn't. Did you not end up applying? I didn't apply. I thought you did. He doesn't even know me after 10 years, folks. I thought, I thought she did. Wow. I thought you did. I wanted to. I was, I was debating between music therapy and education and I, and I ended up taking the education route. I thought you just didn't do it. No, I didn't apply. Okay. Well, I guess I just don't remember because it's too long ago. (laughs) You know, memory is hazy. We're not Uh, there yet. Yeah. Yeah. We can't use that excuse yet. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, if we were in the same city, that development of our own faith would have been very different, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, over those, and then it coincided with us coming back. And I think it was because we had that time to explore our own faith that when we came back, we had a very different perspective about, like, what does it mean to be in a relationship? And it wasn't just the two of us, like, there's a real purpose, you know, in the pursuit of something greater um you know as a demonstration of what the bible teaches about you know what marriage means it's a it's a big responsibility and it's a big calling and um yeah and so we had to reevaluate our relationship and figure out you know, that was something that we were being called to pursue so mm-hmm. um but yeah without those five years independently i don't think we would have been able to arrive at the same spot you know god works in different ways but i think we would have arrived at that spot maybe through different challenges mm. um, that would have been presented. And so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with what he was saying. He, I'm still trying to get over the fact he didn't know my <laughs> my choices in life, but that's okay. We'll have a discussion about that later. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, but I think those five years meant a lot to the both of us because that's what I, I really appreciated in our relationship. I was so comfortable with being independent. And um, I think through our relationship, I've realized that I love doing things on my own. And I think singleness is something that I have put on a pedestal in my life just because, I mean, even with my parents, they've always said, Mika, like marry later, um, you know, don't worry about don't worry about that part of your future, focus on your career, focus on who your identity of where you're seeking 
and in my relationship with God as well. And so um, I think those five years were really great because I had that independence, but then I could also have, I also had Andrew. So it's kind of like having my cake and eating it too. So <laughs> coming back, that's why the adjustment was, it was a big change for us, but because, because God taught us so much in our own spiritual journeys, um, that helped me to yeah, reevaluate and continue our relationship together. Yeah. Mm. So like throughout the five years that you guys were like medium distance, did you share about your experiences that you were like learning about God and how how that affected you? Yeah, I think so. We we talk really regularly. Um, even you know, she went on an exchange to Beijing. I went on a co-op in Hong Kong. Um, yeah, even in those times, we try our best to call each other as often as possible mm -hmm. when we can every day and and share. And and a lot of that is um, being able to know that there's always someone on the other side of the line. I think is like really really assuring. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, definitely over the, the those four or five years. Um, I was, I was able to share, you know, the, the things that I feel like God was calling me to do, whether that's, you know, to start a small group, whether that's to, you know, live with a certain person, uh, to start, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, to, to live with you or not. And, and that's actually a question, right? Like you are a girl and I, I can't just make that decision, especially as I'm in a relationship. Um, okay. and yeah, and having, <laughs> having that trust and to know, um, you know, why are we doing this? What's the point? And, and um, ultimately being able to build our trust in a foundation on something that's more than ourselves help a lot with, you know, assurance about each other and our relationship, I think. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. True. It's true. Yeah, and I think for me, um, church has been really important, um, especially in university my church community played such a big role in my faith and um, they became family, the people that I, I became so close to and I could see God through their actions, through um, our relationships, how, how it was different than other friendships that I had in certain ways, the depth and um, the vulnerability that we had together. And so that was something that I could fully explore and enjoy. Um, you know, even commuting, because I went to U of T, commuting, taking subway rides. Um, and and then with Andrew, I, I, you just made me realize while you were talking, something else that is a big for us is communication. Mm. I think consistently we've always communicated. Um, and he's been so reliable. Even when I'm halfway across the world, I could just, I knew that he would always be there. Um, and that was, that's something that I really value in our relationship and yeah. hopefully we can continue to work on our communication, but yeah, it's been, lots to work on. Still, work on, still a lot to work on, but it's, uh, been, it's been a good time, Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, that sounds really great. Like, yeah, it mustn't have been easy to like have all those experiences and 
it's cool to hear how there was always like one constant factor that kind of you both had the entire time, which was your faith. And yeah. yeah, I think it's cool that you were able to share that with each other too. So that like when you came back after the five years, it's not like a total surprise of like, what the, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, that's actually true. I've never really thought about that. Like if our faith development went different directions, it would have been very different. So mm. yeah, it's true. Yeah. So what advice would you give to like couples that are going through similar struggles? Like maybe they're like, is this, is this person too different from me? Should we not mm -hmm. stay together? That's a, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I need to think about this for a bit. <laughs> good question. Well, I guess specific to now i think with covid at the beginning last year andrew mm. was a lot more cautious than i was and so he refused to see maybe refuses a strong word um we were very careful he his he lives with his parents i live with my parents his parents work in healthcare. they're in hospitals and i'm you know my parents are older too and so these are things that we had to consider and so he refused to see me he just he didn't want to because we couldn't go to each other's houses, which is, you know, that's what we should have done. Um, and then when we went on walks, we go on two meter yeah, we were walks. On, like opposite side of the sidewalk. And so I was like yelling at him to try to talk to him. And it just didn't feel like, you know, uh, a typical time we'd meet. We couldn't even be in the same car together. I think there are just all of these changes. And so for those people out there dating right now, it's hard. I think I'm glad Andrew is allowing me to sit beside him right now because <laughs> he could have just said, sorry, Miga, I'm not seeing you this winter, but- um, <laughs> Back to long distance. <laughs> back to long distance. So um, I think just be creative with ways that you can see each other. Mm. Um, and to answer your question, Rochelle, about differences, I guess, that's, that's a really tough question. I just, I see a future with Andrew. I always have. And I thought about an absence of him being an absence of Andrew in my life. And it just, it broke me, I think. I think that was something, it's like, why I, I want to be with this person and I care about him so much. And he just, he brings so much joy in my life and um, I can really see us pursuing God together in the future. Um, if we're able to have a family, if we have a family, you know, yeah. and so these are the things that um, have crossed my mind. And so, you know, giving yourself these questions, going deeper and seeing like, what, what's, why are you in this relationship? Yeah. Questioning it, being serious about it because I don't know i feel like COVID. it's been make it or break it you know for a lot of people yeah mm. and i think like for me when i look at differences i look at it as like there is this person who enjoys and does things differently than i do and i and i think for me that helps me appreciate a person a lot um on the flip side, like, you know, every time 
she brings up like oh we're so different in my mind like I definitely don't want to date someone that's like myself like <laughs> you know like if I'm in a relation with someone that's exactly like me it's gonna be a terrible time you know I'm gonna argue with this person all the time you know I'm I'm stubborn and if there's another stubborn person in the relationship like it's no good um and so you know it's being different makes me appreciate Miga a lot because yeah I see the things that I don't see that she mentioned that she dreams a lot and you know for me it's not that I don't dream is I I think about the breakfast mm -hmm. and I'm like how does this brick work let's like really make sure this brick is like the best brick engineer and then and then we'll think about laying like the next brick right but then for Miga she's like I have this dream about like building a cathedral and I'm like do you know what brick you're gonna build right like I'm asking the wrong questions and that's why it frustrates her because she's thinking about a cathedral and you're like why are you talking about bricks but I'm like you don't even know what brick you're gonna use how are you gonna build a cathedral right <laughs> and but then without her talking about these dreams I don't think I would be able to know what these bricks are for mm. so I think yeah ultimately like yeah, we see things differently. We sometimes clash in our communication, but those are the times that I get to see, like when I calm down, you know, when, when things settle down. Because there are times like when, when there's rift in our communication, there's, you know, emotions flare and it's just the reality of um, our own brokenness. Like I want my way, she wants her way. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know, um, wow. The, the way we're broken brings us to that point, but at the end of it all, when I'm trying and reflecting on what she's thinking about, oftentimes I get to think about a new perspective that I don't think about, right? And so I think that's valuable. And so, yeah. That was really beautiful. I know, I love that analogy. Yeah. yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> oh. not, not a poet. Not a poet. Oh man. Maybe you can write poems and then Miga, you can like compose like the background music for it. <laughs> you could do it. Yeah. yeah. That'd be so funny. I would watch it <laughs> <laughs> or listen to it. <laughs> give it some deep consideration. Yeah, we'll give it some thought. Wow. So how about, okay, last question. And this one's more for Andrew, but Miga, you can share it too. But in terms of like the waiting <laughs> aspect of it, yeah. I, I can cut this out if you don't want to be. Uh, <laughs> but um, how how did you persevere through like waiting? Because when you're waiting, you, you it means you don't know when like something's gonna happen. You're just like la di da, like hopefully soon, hopefully soon. How did yeah. you like persevere through that waiting time? Um, I think there are were points where I'm like. I don't know if I can wait any longer. Um, and it's definitely difficult. I think at the end, it all comes back to communication. But um, even beyond that, I think being able to, oh, Miga touched on a point earlier, which is she valued her singleness. And, you know, while we're waiting, technically, we're both single in a sense that we're not 
committed for life to each other. Mm. And um, I think what got me through was I realized that that time was valuable. And um, I got to commit my time in ways that I know I won't be able to do once we do commit. Um, and I think specifically over you know, the second or third year that I came back to Toronto, I really threw myself in and try to do a lot of stuff, um, you know, try to reach out to people and spend a lot of time with people that, you know, I maybe didn't get an opportunity to spend time with. Um, and through those opportunities, I think I was able to build very meaningful relationships. Um, and, you know, even some people that came to know, know Christ. And um, I know, like now thinking back, like if I was married, I just wouldn't be able to spend that time with them. Right? I wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to commit like four to five days a week spending time with one person just to, just to know that, just to make sure that they know that I'm not just bringing them to church, right? Like the pursuit is a relationship. Um, and I know I wouldn't have been able to do that if we were married because now like, you know, once you're married, you have other responsibilities because you know, as a marriage that itself is a ministry that like requires a lot of focus because um, the calling is, is great. You're reflecting you know, <laughs> Christ's relationship to the church. So it's not like, it's not um, a small task. So um, yeah. So, and then ultimately it comes down to communication at the end of the day, me being able to communicate that with her instead of just like bottling it in and saying like, oh, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Mm -hmm. And then one day, like just blowing it up at her and be like, I've been waiting for 10 years. Like, this is it. And then I just walk out. Um, uh, it, you Don't know, do that. <laughs> well, right. But being able to, when I feel like that, bringing it up and talking about it, it's like, and we've had a few of those conversations. It's not like I tell her once and she's like, okay, okay you've waited enough. Like, let's go ahead. Because when I say those things, she gets to express her worries, which she talked about, you know, about whether the differences will impact us and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I get to hear it and I get to see, okay, I'm not the only one that's struggling, even though we are struggling with different things. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think at, at the end, it comes down to openly communicating um, what's going on and what, how we're struggling in a relationship. Cause yeah, we were struggling differently. It's not like we're, we saw the same thing and we're like, we can't agree on this thing. It's like, we're seeing different things and we're, we see different things and then we, through communication are able to help each other see the other person's perspective. Mm. And that, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I think with what Andrew's saying, um, I mean, I already shared with you, Rochelle, um, he's very patient, but I think we've been able to do so much in our singleness that I appreciate. Mm -hmm. We also get to enjoy each other. So dating is great. <laughs> I love dating. I'm also very, um, I think commitment is very scary to me because it's a big change and transition and I'm not good with change. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I've, I've looked the same since I was like 10. <laughs> Oh, me too. I've been the same height since I was, you know, 
in grade six, I, I just, I love to keep everything consistent and having the same type of people in my life. And, you know, Andrew has become a constant in my life. And um, yeah, taking that next step is really scary to me. It's, and so I'm, I'm so thankful that we can communicate that and I can be honest with him mm. with where I'm at. And I don't doubt who he is or how I care for Andrew. It's just, it's more of a assessing my heart and making sure I'm in a good place and that I'm bringing it to God as well through this whole experience because, um, yeah, this isn't just about Andrew and I and our relationship. Um, in our future, it's, it's about how we're going to honor God together because mm. just like Andrew said, it is a, it is a calling for us to, to, to go into marriage. And so, yeah, I think, um, he expressed it really well. That is what I'm showing. I guess I'm on the other side of the perspective of the person. I feel bad sometimes, honestly, I felt really <laughs> bad about it, but I appreciate that Andrew hasn't pressured me. Mm. Into so anyone that's in Andrew's shoes I my heart goes out to you just, <laughs> just continue to be patient and um, hopefully the outcome will be good <laughs> yeah agreed wow. that's so good thanks so much for sharing guys yeah I think we touched on like so many different like topics and struggles. So hopefully those who are listening, um, just be encouraged, keep at it, keep persevering. And the key thing I heard from you guys was to keep communicating, um, being honest, and I guess like finding out who you are individually and then seeing how that converges together. Yeah. Cool. Sure. Thanks, Rochelle. Thanks yeah. for having this space where we can talk about our relationship it's yeah. it's just it's so nice and you know Rochelle's great everyone <laughs> promotion <laughs> free promotion uh-huh. yeah. yeah awesome Alrighty, that's the end of this week's episode bye everyone bye, bye everyone